This is the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton, president and founder of Fullerton Financial Planning and the author of the book, Living a Happy, Healthy, and Inspired Retirement, your definitive financial guide. Stephanie and her team believe in building lifelong relationships built on performance and trust. Now, here's your host, Mark Elliott and Stephanie Fullerton. Welcome to the Fullerton Financial Hour, where your retirement dreams begin with the team at Fullerton Financial Planning. Steve Fullerton joining us again today. Stephanie Fullerton, boy, she just married her last child. Steve Jr. just got married. She's still recovering, I would imagine, Steve. A lot of emotions over the weekend. Yeah, it was it was quite a weekend. I'll just put it that way. Fantastic. Three kids, all married. Two uh, don't have kids yet. Junior doesn't. He just got married over the weekend, so I think you're good there. Uh, but Alex, who works with you at Fullerton Financial, has got four, right? Yeah, she's, she uh, did the rabbit method. And, uh, <laughs> you know, the difference between three and four was like a multiplier of a million as far as busy goes. So it's it's crazy. Yeah, yeah. Well, congratulations to Junior. Uh, that's fantastic. And I know you guys had a great weekend. I saw Facebook of Stephanie and Junior having their, you know, the mother-son dance at the wedding. Uh, that was really cool. Uh, that's not what we're going to talk about today, but we thought we'd throw that. I thought I'd throw that in there to congratulate the Fullertons. That's pretty cool. Uh, if you have any questions about where you're on that road to retirement, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money lasts as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? Really, at the end of the day, we want to know if we retire, are we going to be okay? That's what we want to know. And the team at Fullerton Financial is here to help you figure that out. There's no cost to chat with them. There's no obligation. They're here to help if they can. They don't know if they can help you, though, until you reach out. So there's no cost for this. 800 947-9522-800-947-9522. And you can always go to the website to find out more. Fullerton FP, just stands for financial planning, FullertonFP.com. I'm Mark Kelly. Glad you're with us today. Steve, you know, the clock seems like it's always ticking on our current tax rates. And, you know, you go back to the 2017 Tax Cuts Jobs Act, which went into play in 2018. That is running out at the end of 2025. That was a we're kind of in probably the lowest tax bracket world we'll ever be in the rest of our lives, you think? I agree with that 100%. You know, we we say taxes right now are kind of on sale because the sunset clause, end of 2025, they're going up. And unless, of course, the three scariest words in the English language, I'm going to tell you right now, unless Congress acts. But, uh, yeah, they're going to probably most likely go up the end of 2025. So taxes are on sale and uh, they're going up. So it is one of the, the things that we, we've all known since this went into play in 2018 that it sunsets at December 31st, 2025. And then in 2026, we go back to the 17 rates and brackets. So every bracket, we'll get to it quicker with our money earned. So you get into the brackets quicker uh, they changed the brackets kind of how they're set up because they were a little different when they redid this in 2018. So your taxes are going to go up basically every bracket 3%, basically. So everybody's going to end up paying more taxes. What kind of questions do people have about taxes impacting their retirement, or do they overlook taxes when they come in for that first time because they're excited about the opportunity to be able to retire, and taxes kind of the furthest thing from their mind? Well, most people, it's it's kind of like when we're fat and happy. We don't really think about when that's not going to be the case. And I would say most people, and let's just be real, nobody likes paying taxes, but, they, but they're just kind of comfortable with the way that it is right now. They haven't got the vision forward that they're 
will be that the lowering and the narrowing of the black brackets quite actually so they're not really looking out long range so and we're all we've all fall fallen for the myth as well that inside of our retirement accounts you you grow things tax deferred and we were told that that was a great thing and i guess in theory it is but they're pretty smart when you're making when your your 401k grows from $100,000 to a $1 million, they're going to get a whole lot more tax and they're lowering the bracket. So most people are not even forward-looking enough, forward enough to realize that that's coming down the, the track. So that's something that uh, we do look at and we do address uh, with those that come in. So if you have any questions about taxes, it's one of the, the areas that we don't really think about except every April when we do our taxes. Well, the, the taxes that the team at Fullerton Financial will talk about are tax planning, going ahead looking down the road, not looking in the rearview mirror like we do every April. How did we do last year? Did we do we owe? Did we win? How does that play out? Uh, we're talking down the road because we know taxes are going up. We're over $31 trillion in debt as a nation, so we know taxes are going up. We know if Congress doesn't change this 2017 Tax Cuts and Jobs Act, it finishes, sunsets in 2025. 2026, we go back to the 2017 rates. That means we go into the brackets quicker, our taxes go up. So we know that's kind of on the horizon. Are you aware of that? Do you know that there are ways, maybe, to move some of that money in the 401k IRA world, uh, the traditional side anyway, move it into the Roth world? Doesn't make sense for everybody, but it's certainly something to look at. And the team at Fullerton Financial can help walk you through that. Uh, if it does make sense, then how do we do it? If you had a million dollars, you're not going to roll a million dollars and pay taxes on it in one year. That would be crazy. But yeah. there are ways to do this. 800-947-9522 is the number to chat with the team. Steve, Stephanie, and the team. At Fullerton Financial, 800-947-9522. And I think, Steve, one of the interesting parts, because Fullerton Financial Planning is about retirement planning. There are a lot of different advisors out there. The, the stockbrokers that are all about growing our money, which is great. There are the insurance agents that are on that side only. You guys work in the Wall Street side and in the insurance side. So you're kind of looking down the road for risk, uh, for growth, for safety, all of that. Because it's different. I think the retirement planners, you have your own little niche and what you're trying to help people, and that is come up with a plan that hopefully makes them good for the next 20, 30 years, right? Yeah, well, we, we help people retire smart. And uh, the acronym for SMART is we help, as retirement planners, we help people look at their sources of income, what are their income sources, uh, we like to find things that, uh, besides the stock market, that are, you know, basically contractually guaranteed, Social Security and pensions and 401ks. And so we, we like to look at sources of income and what they will be, because if, if we can hammer that out, then we the ups and downs of the market aren't going to necessarily, we don't have to be significantly concerned about that because we can keep up our lifestyle with our sources of income. Then, of course, the M is... Medicare and healthcare costs, we always look at that because, as we know, they continually go up. The A is advanced financial planning. For some people, they really need to have some advanced financial planning. Some don't, but a lot of people do. They just don't know it. And then the R in SMART is risk management. We are always concerned about risk. And the last is tax-efficient strategies. What we've been talking about so far today is taxes. They are important. They do affect retirement. We need to take a look and plan how we are going to navigate that. 
So, Steve, when you think about your working years, we're going to get a paycheck every two weeks or so. We're going to file our taxes in April. And, you know, we either had enough withheld or we did not. Either way, they're, they're going to tell us. IRS is going to say you won, you lost, however it plays out. What is so different for how we pay taxes in retirement? Because we're now no longer working compared to how we pay taxes during our working years. Is it different, do you think? It is different because when we hit retirement income and how they're taxed, there's several different vehicles, we'll call it that. There's 401ks and 403bs, those type of strategies that are typically with pre-tax dollars. They're taxed at the full amount. Whatever your ordinary income is, that's what you're going to have to pay on that. And you're required to take them out. And there's been a change. It went from 72 to 73. Then there's IRA distribution. Oh, and, and back to the 401ks. This is one thing I will say to our listeners is if you've got a 401k at work and you're able to, through your custodian, do the Roth 401k, pay your tax up front and let that grow tax-free so when you take that portion out of your 401k, that will never be taxed again. That's, that's a really good strategy with that. Then there's IRA distributions. That's what uh, pre-tax dollars as well, most of it. But the same thing applies with that, with Roth IRA accounts. Fantastic pay once in taxes now, never taxed again in the future. Traditional IRAs are ordinary income. Rollover IRAs are the same on that. Then Social Security. My goodness, Social Security, that's a benefit that you've paid into for decades. But they look at provisional income. Provisional income, when they look at that, and it could get pretty complicated. They look at gross income tax-free interest, and then 50% of your Social Security benefit. That's how they determine what provisional income is. If you're single, it's $25,000. If, you, if you're married filing joint, that's 30, uh, 32000 excuse me. And that depends on, those numbers depend on how much your Social Security can be taxed. Pensions, they're typically through pre-tax dollars, so those are ordinary income. Annuities, if they're retirement-type accounts, when you withdraw that or you take that for an income, it's ordinary income. If you put in non-qualified, non-IRA type dollars, the amount that you initially put in is not taxed, but any gains on that are taxed as ordinary income. Then there's capital gains and dividends. Life insurance is a good strategy for some. Uh, that's a good way that you're able to take what we'll call as kind of tax-free dollars out of the policy if it's appropriate, and it's not for everyone. It's not truly income, but it's a loan off the policy. But it's a great way for some to strategize on how to receive money without paying additional taxes. And then there's that Medicare surtax. If you're single uh, and you're making over $200,000 in adjusted gross income, it's a 3.8% Medicare tax. If, if you're married, it's $250,000, and it applies to dividends, capital gains, taxable interest, annuities, rents, and loyalties. So if you're taking from your IRA or qualified retirement plans, that's not subject to it. But my goodness sakes, they tap you for another 3.8%. So taxes in retirement are huge. So what are some of the ways you help people learn about these opportunities to save on taxes in retirement? Because I listened to Stephanie back in the day. She said, do the 401k at work because they've got the Roth side of that. So the way I understand it, the, my employer is putting in the traditional side. My side is going in Roth. So I'm paying the taxes on it up front. It goes in and supposedly it builds and I never have to pay taxes on it. But I will on the other half, I suppose. How does all that play out? Well, 
Our first bit of uh, advice that I will give to our listeners, certainly if you can afford it and your company is giving matching dollars, do that as a minimum. Because if they're giving, we'll just say 3%, and if you put in 3%, your 3% automatically with their with their contribution has grown to six. That's a great money value for you. But if you can contribute to the Roth side, just like you said, you contribute to the Roth, you pay your tax on your, and again, we'll just say 3%, you'll never be taxed again on that. Their amount, it will be taxed as ordinary income because that goes into the traditional side of the 401k. So it's all connected. It's all connected in how we need or want to receive our dollars and and so it takes real analysis on the resources that you have, where those resources are, and how we want to plug that into an income plan. And as far as a portfolio goes, it's like diversification, diversification, just like real estate's location, location, location. But when we're talking about future income sources, we like diversification of income, Roth IRAs, traditional IRAs. If life insurance is a strategy that would be qualified brokerage accounts where there's long-term, short-term capital gains, there are so many complications. It takes looking at each person individual to see what is best. So when you, when you sit down with a team at Fullerton Financial, they're going to look at income, right? You've got you to replace the paychecks are no longer coming in. They're going to sit down and talk to you about your investment strategies, growth versus safety. How do we make that decision because we still need growth because inflation is a factor and it will be throughout the rest of your life. But we also want to make sure that our money is going to last as long as we need it. So there's a strategy involved, tax efficient strategy, kind of what we've been talking about. There's a lot of moving parts here. Should you move money into the Roth world? Should you not? It makes sense for a lot. doesn't make sense for everybody. That's where the team at Fullerton Financial comes in to help you out. Then it's healthcare, long-term care, legacy, estate planning, social security decisions, and the, and the income part. Medicare decisions and the healthcare part. That's a lot of moving pieces. The team at Fullerton Financial is here to help, but it starts with you making that phone call. 800-947-9522. 800-947-9522. You can always find out more on the website, Fullerton FP. Just stands for financial planning, FullertonFP.com. Now, let's go back to the 80s, Steve. You remember the 80s fondly, I'm sure. Uh, you had the bell bottoms, maybe. Long yeah, hair. and my and no. my afro. No, I had an afro. <laughs> yeah. Actually, my brother had an afro. It's pretty funny. <laughs> Rubik's cube. Could you do the Rubik's cube? I could never. I could do maybe one side. That was it. Mark, I'm going to tell you what a stellar student I was in uh, in college. I took a January term. It was one class during the month of January, and uh, my friends and I would sit in our class, the studious people that we were, and during the class we pulled out the stopwatch and the Rubik's cube. And we had a competition while we sat in class to see how fast we could do the Rubik's Cube. And I'm going to tell you what, back in the day, I could nail it. I could really? Do it in, I could do it in less than a minute. The whole thing? The whole thing. Now, that's been a few years ago. And uh, I've, I've tried it since then. I can't remember all the, the inner workings and, and how there's a pattern that you have to get into. Because it's not just, it's not easy. And, you, and if you can solve one side, you may, you may be able to solve one side. But there's more to it if you want to solve the whole thing. Tricks of the trade. You have. Yep. Yep. So what we're going to do is we're going to talk about the next two segments about retirement, which is what we talk about every week on the Fullerton Financial Hour. But we're kind of comparing it to the Rubik's Cube because there are a lot of moving parts when it comes to preparing for your retirement. So when should I take my Social Security? When might I accidentally trigger higher taxes? What if I make a wrong move? 
with my retirement savings. Do you see a correlation between retirement planning and the Rubik's Cube, Steve? Well, if you want to compare it to that, I absolutely do. Just like I said, you could solve one side of the Rubik's Cube fairly easy by just kind of looking at it and, and figuring it out. Solving one side of a retirement plan is not necessarily a good idea either. It might be good for the one side, but everything in retirement works together. And you need to have a strategy. You need to know the sequence. You need to know the moves because all parts of retirement are important. And it's important to solve the whole cube of retirement and not just one side. So are there, can you come up with some examples of retirement decisions that impact other areas of your planning process? Well, we've done, most people have done a really good job of disciplining and saving and, and putting into their 401k. Maybe they have a brokerage account. Maybe they got some insurance policies. You know, maybe they've got some properties they, they get rental income off or whatever the goals are. Healthcare, how are we going to solve it? Some people retire early and they don't think about Medicare so or medical stuff until they're 65. There's so many different parts of retirement, how they all work together. So yeah, there's, there's a lot, there is a lot to retirement. And risk is another one. People, yeah. people don't think while they're accumulating, while they're contributing to their retirement accounts and things like that, should you be a guesser? Well, I'll just say on the broad, probably so. Why? They've got time. They're, they're you know, cost dollar averaging. Uh, so they're able to ride out the ups and downs of the market and usually come out well. But as we go into retirement, maybe not so much. Maybe that's a time to take a look at how much risk that you have and the percentage of your portfolio that you have at risk, as well as of the percentage that's at risk, how much do you really want to risk it? So there's a lot of different moving parts. You know, and I think we've talked about, I'm sure we've talked about this before, but to me, one of the biggest challenges from working years to retirement years is now growth versus safety, right? We know we need growth because of inflation. Things are going to cost more down the road. We know that. I think it's every at 3% inflation, uh, every 24 years, everything doubles in price. So that means your retirement, things will double. You need five grand when you retire. Well, in 20 years or so, you're going to need 10 grand, right? Because things are going to cost more. So that is one of the big things that, you know, if the number one fear amongst retirees is the fear of outliving their money, then growth versus protection is one of the bigger decisions we have to make, I would think. Right. And what I say to our firm believes this, there are three parts that make up a healthy portfolio for everyone. There's safety, there's availability and then there's upside potential, some growth. The problem, Mark, is this. You can't get all three of those strategies, or you can't get all three of those in any one strategy. We all need them at different percentages, depending on where in this game of life or work versus retirement that we are. But we all need that. So when we put together a portfolio, we provide all three of those for the healthy portfolio. Safety, availability, and upside potential or growth. We just have to use different strategies, understanding the positives and the limitations of each one. Most people, I, will, I can say that with confidence, most people that walk in for a first visit with us, they don't have all three. And it's not because they're not smart. It's because they don't know. And they've been in the accumulation phase where they've got, we'll just say the majority of their portfolio or maybe all of their portfolio minus some money in the bank 
inside of the stock market. And I like the stock market. I'm not saying no on the stock market. I'm just going to say why. You know, we've, we've went through a rough 2022 as far as the markets go. And there are people that come in here regularly and they're like, oh my goodness, I'm in retirement even. And I lost 30% of my account. I'm like, oh, I mean, it just hurts. There's, uh, we all can feel back. And I'll just say 2008. We can relive the pain inside of our mind of 2008 because it was brutal. So, yes, the market, the right percentage at the right risk tolerance. A lot of people just don't know. So that's the idea. If you have questions about that, and these, this is a big question, right? Growth versus protection. We need growth, but we also need some safety. If we want to make sure our money was going to last as long as we need it to in retirement, then we have to have some safety and protection built in, but we know things are going to cost more, so we need some growth. How do we go about that? How do we set it up? And everybody's situation is unique, and that's how Steve and Stephanie and the team at Fullerton Financial look at it. So they don't really know what to tell you. You can't generically tell you right now how to do it. They have to sit down with you, hear your story. What are you going to do in retirement? How are you going to spend your time? What kind of income do you need? How can we make it all happen? How do we make sure that your money will last as long as you need it to? That's a lot of moving parts. 800-947-9522 to chat with the team at Fullerton Financial. There is no cost for this whatsoever. They're here to help. They just don't know if they can help you until you reach out. They'd love to find out. 800-947-9522. These are big things you have to figure out, and it helps when you're working with a retirement planning firm like Fullerton Financial Planning, in my opinion. Social Security, Steve, is another one of those interesting things. We know as a widow or widower, you're eligible at 60, but most of us are 62 when we get, if you're a you know, born in 1960 or later and your full retirement age, according to Social Security, is 67. That's a 30% hit for the life of your taking Social Security if you started at 62. If we wait till 70, we know that's the maximum. So if you look at Social Security by itself, you'd say, okay, well, I'm going to wait till 70 because that's the most money. But that's not necessarily the right answer either. It might be the correct answer to take it at 62 or 64 or 5, 6, right? I mean, Social Security really depends upon whom you're sitting down with, I would think. It is true. Um, my father, I'll just speak of my father, uh, he moved out to Arizona, I did, and got on with the police department. I ended up marrying Stephanie, and we had our first child. They couldn't get out here quick enough. And so my father, he was in law enforcement as well back in Michigan. He retired. He came out, and he decided he was going to use Social Security at age 62 for part of his income. As long, and he had a pension as well, a small one. And all was fine and good until he was sitting around going, wow, uh, this was fun starting off, but I'm getting bored. So he went out and got a job uh, for the socialization, and he loved people as well. He had a, a job where he could serve people, and it was great for him. But about mid-year, third quarter of the year, he had to start calculating how much money he was going to take because his Social Security benefit was going to get significantly taxed. Now, if you wait, you go to full retirement, you go to age 70, you get more money inside of your pocket, but you haven't been receiving that, those dollars inside your pocket from 62, we'll just say, to age 70. So your paycheck is larger at 70 than it would have been at 62, but you also have not been receiving that money inside your pocket or your bank account from the age of 62 until the age of 70. So for it to actually be a crossover of better or shall I say, more dollars in your pockets, it's going to be out probably till you're 80-ish or maybe a little bit more for it to return positive dollars inside your pocket. Now, as far as a 
a spousal benefit. If there's a spouse involved, you get to keep the higher of the two social securities. So that's a factor to, to understand. But I'll also say this. If you decided you weren't going to take your Social Security at age 62 or for retirement, and you were going to wait until age 70, and you didn't receive any of those Social Security benefits and you pass away, you've got zero advantage to you for waiting. And you've paid all those years and you get zero dollars back inside your pocket. So there are so many different factors to consider that uh, it takes sitting down and figuring out we've got uh, some some technology that helps out, when would be the optimal time for someone to take Social Security? It's, it's a part of the Rubik's Cube that needs to be considered. And Social Security is really one of the big parts of the, as a Rubik's Cube kind of connotation is you think about it. If, you, if you're going to retire, but then you think, well, you know what, I'm going to work too. Uh, and you retire before your full retirement age, according to whatever Social Security says it is. I was born in 1959, so mine is 66 in 10 months. If I would start Social Security at that point, I can make as much money as I want to, and it's never going to affect me. And I still could be taxed, but it's not, I'm not limited to how much money I can make. Now, if you start working at, you know, retire at 62 and then at 64 go, man, I got to make some more money. You have to watch because you, you could give back a dollar of every two you get. So there's a lot of rules and regulations when it comes to Social Security. And Steve brings up a great point. I mean, if you wait for Social Security, what's going to buffer that time in between without that Social Security money? Is that, are you going to be pulling too much out of your accounts that then by the time Social Security comes in, that's all you have? I mean, so there's a lot of moving parts. This is just one of the Rubik's Cubes areas, I think, in retirement planning that Steve, Stephanie, and the team at Fullerton Financial can really help you walk through with their computer software, their fancy-dancy software, to show you. And especially if you're a married couple, and Steve pointed it out, if you lose a spouse, passes away, you keep the higher of the two Social Securities. You lose the lower of the two. It's gone. So if the let's say the husband was getting 4000 and the wife was getting 3000 $3,000 of Social Security goes away with the loss of a spouse. So now you have four, your, your, your benefits or your, really your bills are not cut in half with the loss of a spouse. You might lose some or all of a pension. You got the emotional trauma of losing a spouse. And then the government says, congratulations, you were married 50 years. We're now going to tax you as a single person the year following your, your, the death of your spouse. There's a lot of whammies besides the emotional side of this. Sit down with a team like Fullerton Financial. Find out. There is an optimum time for you to take Social Security, and it's a big part of a lot of people's retirement. 800-947-9522, again, is the number. There's no cost for this. There's no obligation. The team, and, and Steve and Stephanie have really set it up this way. They really care about their clients. They want to do what's in their best interest. It may not be what Steve and Stephanie would do because they have different hopes maybe and dreams for retirement than you do, but what can they do to help you? give you some more confidence and make sure that your money will last as long as you need to. Get some clarity where you are. What a great opportunity. 800-947-9522. That's 800-947-9522. Steve Fullerton sitting in again today for his wife, Stephanie Fullerton, the president and founder of Fullerton Financial. Stephanie started the company back in 04. Uh, we're talking about the Rubik's Cube, comparing it to retirement. Everything, and you think about the planning process that Steve and Stephanie walk you through, because you need a strategy for income, investments, taxes, healthcare, legacy planning, Social Security, Medicare. There's a lot of moving parts, and they're all kind of tied together to a degree. You know, one of the challenges, Steve, and I think you you touched touched on it in the last segment. I'm I I still think it's crazy that my Social Security can be taxed, but it can fifty to eighty five percent depending on my income levels. 
And a lot of times, if we start something at the wrong time, I don't think, you know, you, you, we talked about moving money into the Roth world, right? In our taxes, 401k, IRA, the traditional side. We got RMDs, required minimum distributions coming at 73 now, according to the new Secure Act 2.0. And by 2033, it's going to be 75 is going to be the age for that. But you think about it. If you go, okay, I'm going to move some money into the Roth world. I start Medicare at 65 and you start at 62, 63, moving money into the Roth world. That can actually affect your premium Part Bs, right? So everything's kind of tied together, it seems. So complicated. It really, really is. Com- I was just commenting. It is so complicated that I don't know if it's by design or just is what it is, but all the complexities of retirement planning, if we're not careful, it can, it can really be the complete opposite of what people thought retirement was going to be. We thought it was going to be simple and easy and uh, you know, we just kind of hit the, you know, the the cruise button on as far as our retirement goes, and it's all going to be good. Well, my goodness sakes, it is the Rubik's cube, and without the planning and caring for every part and every side and every strategy within a retirement portfolio, man, you can pay, just pay tens of thousands, even hundreds of thousands of dollars more in taxes than you really intended to or wanted to, and. I don't know. Uh, love our country, but I almost think sometimes that's a little bit by design. What do you think, Mark? Yeah. You know, and, and one of the crazy parts of all this, and and I've got a couple examples. See what you think of this. Number one, I got divorced 2012, 2013 timeframe. I, bu- I buy a house. I have a daughter. I need a place for her to come, right? Feel safe and all of that. So I ended up with two full-time jobs and a part-time job thinking that I'm doing the right thing by tra- trying to make more money to put things in a better position, right? Well, the next thing I know when I do my taxes the following year, I got buried with taxes that I owed. So I was trying to do the right thing, but it didn't work out well. And the other example is my daughter, you know, uh, mm-hmm. tragically at 18 or 17, actually had a car wreck. She was a month away from turning 18 or senior year in high school, paralyzed from the waist down. So we call social security because she's disabled as a teenager. And they say, well, we're going to turn you down, but keep calling because they're going to approve this. There's no question. We got all the records from the doctors and all. You're going to get it four tries before they finally approved it. Mm-hmm. Then she gets $700. Now maybe at 22, she gets $900 or whatever it is. But if she goes out and makes money, they subtract it all from what she's getting from Social Security. I'm like, there is no motivation for her to do what she wants to do because you're going to take money away from her. I mean, the system's messed up. Would you fix it, Steve? Uh Sure. <laughs> it is It is messed up. And there's, there's so many different loopholes. There's so many different rules that, uh, I mean, I think of disabled children and, uh, you know, special needs trusts and things like that. The same thing that you were just saying about your daughter is if there isn't a good strategy put in place, the government gets your money or the government keeps your money. So there is just incredible amounts of complexities when it comes to any type of planning. But retirement planning is what we're focusing on today is uh, how can we strategize with not just a hope and a prayer, but a plan to make sure that what we have, the resources that we have with along with our needs and goals, and they're all different. I mean, some people it's income, some people it's legacy, and some people, I mean, is, is tax efficiency. So there are so many different needs and goals. They're so specific to each individual person that that's where the plan needs to come into place. 
And and like I say, it's not just a hope, it's not just a prayer, but it's a plan to make it happen. Clarity. Wouldn't you like clarity when it comes to your retirement? Hey, Steve, can I retire? Well, when can I retire? Do I have enough? Will my money last as long as I do? Will my loved ones be okay if something happens to me? At the end of the day, we want to know if we retire, we're going to be okay. That's really the bottom line. And how do we make that happen? Well, you sit down with a retirement planning firm like Fullerton Financial Planning. They are here to help you. They have done this since 04. They've sat down with thousands of people and couples and individuals, widows, widowers, you name it. They've, they've heard the stories, and their idea is that they're here to help. That's what they want to do, give you some clarity. 800-947-9522 if you'd like to find out more about your situation. Are you on the right track? Do you need to make a tweak here or there? 800-947-9522. 22. And, you know, I think a lot of people, Steve, think that, well, we don't really have any control over taxes. That's it's that's really up to Congress and the IRS getting together. And, you know, we talked about earlier about changing the tax code at the end of 25. We're going to, in 2026, we're going back to the 17 rates and brackets. But you're saying you actually do have some control kind of over how and when we pay those taxes. Not that we control the rates and the brackets, but we have control over how we pay it? Yes, we do. It reminds me back, and, and I'm going to date myself a little bit. There was, there was a Fram oil filter commercial that used to be on TV way back in the day. And there was a gentleman standing next to an automobile with the hood open. And he had a Fram oil filter in his hand. And he would say, pay me now. And he'd hold up the Fram oil filter and basically insinuating, well, you can pay for the oil filter and put that on a car. Or he'd point over to the open engine compartment and say, pay me later. And what he was expressing is, if you don't pay for the Fram oil filter now at a lower rate, you can pay me later when you have to replace your engine because it's blown. So that's at a high level exactly what we're talking about. Is there some plans and some strategies that, okay, we, pretty much everyone is aware of, you know, Roth IRAs. Not so many people with the Roth 401ks, but that's a great thing as well. And there are other Roth-type strategies that we can use the Fram oil filter. We can pay the tax now at a lower rate. And like we discussed before, taxes are going up. The end of 2025, the end the sunset clause, taxes are going up. So we can pay it now at a lower rate. Taxes are on sale. Or we can let we can just kick the can down the road, kick it down the road for 10 or 20 years and pay a lot more money because of higher taxes, but also the accounts have grown. So they will be making a lot more money on a higher account value as compared to if we would just paid the taxes while they were on sale. And the nice thing about the Valley is nobody's a procrastinator in the Valley. Everybody's on top of all no. this. No, no, absolutely <laughs> correct. Yep. Yeah. We all procrastinate about certain things, especially if you don't understand it. That's why I think it's so important to chat with the team at Fullerton Financial. Get your questions and concerns answered so you have a clear mind. You make the decisions based on facts and math rather than feelings. It's kind of an important thing. 800-947-9522. You know, one of the challenges I think that I would have if I retired, and I'm 63, so in theory, I'm going to retire at some point, I hope. It's just not anytime (laughs) soon, it looks like. But one of the challenges would be, okay, I've got a 401k, I've got a Roth 401k, I've got an IRA, I've got little bits of money. The strategies are so important about when and how you pull that money out. There's kind of an order that is probably the correct order. And I think it would be easy to not understand how to do that if I've never worked in the financial world. That's important, I would imagine, the right order of pulling funds to supplement your income, basically, in retirement. Well, it is because 
if if we start pulling money out of our well, Social Security is an example. Medicare is an example. If if we're paying extra money, we'll just talk about Medicare right now. If you there's a look back, they'll look back for a couple of years. If you increase your income for a, a couple of years, it's going to affect your Medicare payments as well. Now, I don't know for sure if that's appropriate or not because sometimes it even is because of the tax savings into the future. But all the strategies of how and when to take that money are important in in directing a healthy income, sources of income into the future. Always tax money, favorably tax money, never again tax money, or even like a death benefit on a life insurance policy. If someone is talking about a legacy plan and they want to leave legacy money for family members, and of course it would be a health, you have to qualify by health, but you can leave tax-free money. Life insurance is also a way, it's, I'll call it kind of like a 401k on Roth. It's not necessarily that, and you have to qualify for health-wise on that as well. But using a life insurance policy sometimes is a great way to receive, not tax-free income because it's actually a loan off the policy, but is a great way to strategize for some people those sources of income into the future and how we can receive money inside of our accounts and not have to pay tax on it again. Do you feel like a big part of what you and Stephanie and the team at Fullerton Financial do for your clients is kind of help them avoid making a costly mistake about any of the different areas of retirement planning? Well, it definitely is because if you take a misstep in your retirement, it could have a devastating effect on your retirement. And so creating that income strategy is a great way to do that. I hate to even say this, but a budget that's that's almost a, a dirty four-letter word, although it's for more than four letters. People don't like to think about a budget. So why don't you call what, it a spending plan? A spending plan. And what it boils down to is income versus expenses. Income versus expenses. Do you have sufficient income for your expenses? And we identify that as, as part of a great strategy for retirement is, do you have the contractually guaranteed income or sources of income to cover your expenses and always need to look at inflation. Inflation is like high blood pressure. It's, it's the silent killer if you don't pay attention to it. So that is what we focus on is having sufficient income and even be able to juice up that income as time goes on to be able to handle our expenses so we can enjoy the lifestyle that we want inside of retirement. So really where it all starts is you give the team a call at Fullerton Financial, 800-947-9522. What happens then, Steve, when somebody calls? How does it all play out? We sit down with each person. They get to know us. That's part of the design, and we get to know them. That's part of the design also. And there's no pressure in anything that we ever do. We want to help if we can help, and we only want to help if somebody wants our help. But after that initial visit where we identify their needs and goals and what they're trying to accomplish, we identify through passing out of information, kind of longevity, because that's another one is longevity risk. People are living longer. And what the resources that they have, what is available, what's not. And then we analyze between a first and a second visit. We analyze their current portfolio, and we will show them exactly where they're at. We determine what their comfort is with risk. 
because some people come in here and their comfort level with risk is really low, but their portfolios are significantly higher than that. And we're able to show them a disconnect. So we'll show them where they're at. We've identified what the risk tolerance is. And if there are ways that we believe that we can help, we will show them that as well. Because it's not just about having money inside the stock market and hoping that we do good. It's about finding the right place for each person. And everybody is different. 800-947-9522. It's one of the opportunities you have to find out where you are on that road to retirement. Get some of your questions and your concerns answered. And maybe you need to make a tweak here or there. Maybe you've already won the game and you don't even know it. You could have retired three years ago. We don't really know. Steve and Stephanie don't know. The team at Fullerton Financial is here to help. 800-947-9522 again is the number. No cost, no obligation, no pressure. 800-947-9522. Again, for all of this, there's no cost, there's no obligation, there's no pressure, there's no judgment. The team's here to help. They just don't know if they can help you until you hear, they hear your situation. 800-947-9522. So, Stephanie, if somebody does come in, typically, or they call, that's because they have questions. Is that fair to say? Well, yes, yes. So they have absolutely, questions. 100%. <laughs> they have questions, they have concerns, and they need some advice. That's kind of what it is. So this segment, we're going to go to our mailbag. We've got some questions lined up, and they're, they're all different topics. And I think this is kind of fun to do. So are you ready to tackle some of these questions? Yeah, this is actually, I love doing this. And, and to our listeners today, if you ever have a question that we haven't talked about, please call us or email us. We would be happy. Mark and I love answering questions. So yeah, let's do it. So we've got some questions. Here we go. The first question comes from Jim in Scottsdale. Stephanie, I've had a steady corporate job for 35 years, and my wife has taught piano lessons since we were married in the early 80s. Her job helped us pay for groceries and gave us some extra money to put away for the future, but she doesn't have a job with a 401k or insurance benefits. How can I make sure that she will be okay if something happens to me? Well, I'm so happy, first of all, just to say thank you for being concerned and wanting to make sure she's going to be taken care of. You know, studies show that, Mark, that um, 80% of men die married and 80% of women die single, widowed, or divorced. So statistically, women typically are the ones that outlive uh, you know, seven years um, will outlive a male. So I think that's great that you are concerned about it. And just um, don't beat yourself up. First of all, it's not uncommon for um, me to sit down with folks that will say, you know, either we didn't have an opportunity, we were self-employed, we don't have a 401k, or shame, shamefully, they will say, we never even participated in our 401k. So this is something that we work with a lot and help people understand. So what I would say to you, first of all, is... Um, don't feel like there's no answers because there are a lot of answers. In fact, there are a lot of strategies. It's never too late to get started and it's never too early to get started. So what I'm going to encourage you to do is first of all, come in and see us and give us a call at the 800-947-9522 because I will help show you the different solutions that we are using for people just like you using different investment buckets, one being insurance, to help create some income and some legacy should you pass away first, that your wife would be okay. And don't think that you can't make it happen because you can. But it's going to take some discipline and it's going to take some time. What we don't want to do is we don't want to wait until the, uh-oh, something happened and then try to make it work. 
We want to be proactive, not reactive. Glad you're with us today for the Fullerton Financial Hour with Stephanie Fullerton, the president and founder of Fullerton Financial Planning. I'm Mark Elliott. We're kind of going through some mailbag questions, if you will, that are kind of fun. They're all over the place. Uh, Stephanie, the next question comes from Rachel in Chandler. Stephanie, my husband and I just started getting serious about preparing for retirement. So we started going through all of our monthly expenses, and it was really eye-opening. I had no idea where it was all going each month. Now that we've done that, now what should we do? Rachel, welcome to the world of you're having your eyes open. I find that when I um, begin working with people on budgets, that it is always eye-opening because we tend to miss those little things. I will tell you that one of the things that Steve and I did a long time ago is we did, Mark, a 90-day journal. And for 90 days, we wrote down everything that we were spending money on. It didn't matter. It didn't matter if we went and got money out of the ATM machine or got a Starbucks coffee or a pack of Lifesavers or went and got groceries. We put down everything that we were spending. And it was so eye-opening to see what we call dripping nickels look like. It's things that just go through and you don't even realize it. So this is very important, Rachel. Let us help you with your budget because your budget is going to dictate how you retire. And we don't want to go into retirement not truly understanding and having our hands around what we're truly spending. I challenge people when they come into my office and I'll say, you know, what are you spending monthly? And they'll say, well, we're spending about three or $4,000. And I begin to ask them, well, is that um, including what you're going to spend on Christmas or birthday or anniversary? Does that include that extra little gift that you pick up at the grocery store for the grandkids or that extra little treat that you get the dog? So we really want to look at expenses because it really is going to dictate how you're going to navigate to and through retirement. Yeah, you think about it. You might have that life insurance policy they pay every quarter. Those kind of things, the monthly bills are pretty easy to figure out. But it's those extra things that you're spending as well. This is really, when Stephanie started talking to me about this, I'm like, I've never done a budget in my life. And I'm, we prefer to look at it as a spending plan, right? So we don't want to <laughs> right. restrict ourselves. We hate that budget <laughs> word. Yes, it's a spending plan. But it's really, I think eye-opening, Rachel, is a really good term. But I think it's not as crazy. It's not as hard of a, a, a thing to do. And it's actually really kind of freeing to a degree. You're like, wow, okay, I, I now know where I'm standing. I can make a little adjustments here or there. Or, hey, I can spend a little bit more. I've been too careful. There, because there's people that fall on both sides of this. 800-947-9522 to chat with Stephanie and the team at Fullerton Financial about this. This is a great idea to come up with. You've got to know what's going out, what's coming in, how much you're going to need in retirement. And you can't do that without doing some of this basic stuff first, the fundamental if you will, 800-947-9522. Did you want to add something in, Stephanie? Yeah, I was going to say, hey, Mark, look, stop. Before you ask me any other questions, I want to just say something. So, you know, I, I sit down all the time, you know, with people and budget is always a key topic of every conversation that I have with everyone that comes in my office. And Mark, you said something that I think I would love for my listeners to hear. So I'm going to repeat it. And that is a lot of times people spend what they think that their budget is. And as they go into retirement, they aren't looking at it closely. And 
there's two sides of the coin. There's that one side where we got to spend less to ensure that our money lasts. But my most favorite conversation that I have is this conversation. And this just happened recently. That's what made me think of it. So I'm sitting down and I've been working with this couple on their um, retirement plan for several years now. And what I love about the way we work with our clients, Mark, is that not only when you become a client, do we put together these incredible plans, but we continue to work with the plan and make adjustments as life happens. Maybe you um, incurred an expense that you weren't planning on, or maybe you got debt paid off sooner than you didn't think you were going to get it paid off. We're able to navigate and help walk through that. So one of the things that I hear people say is, well, now that we're retired, my husband promised me or my wife promised me that we would travel. And The person, the other spouse would typically say, yeah, but I don't think we can spend the money. I don't think we have it. And I love being that advocate that will say either one or two ways, because as a fiduciary, remember my responsibility to tell you what is right. And I love it when I can sit there and look at that person in my, in their eyes, eyeball to eyeball across the conference table, now with a mask over our face, but eyeball to eyeball and tell them you can take that trip. You can spend that extra dollars that you want to spend or where you wanted to spend it or go maybe get that cabin or that extra, whatever that is. And to see even sometimes mark tears well up in their eyes of really, because I think one of the hardest things that I see um, my clients do is when they go from working to retirement and there's something that I don't know that challenges their mind when we begin to take money out of their investments. It's almost frightening in a way because they want to make sure they're going to be okay. That's what we're here to help people understand that you are going to be okay. And if you do this and you follow that and you put this in place, you're going to be okay. So today I want to remind our listeners, don't panic, be patient. Let's navigate through these next months. And by all means, don't put off what you could be doing today by calling us at 800-947-9522. I want to be be able to offer our listeners today, Mark, an ability to get a free consultation, one that will give them some answers that maybe they didn't even know that they had questions to. But I can promise you, you will walk away knowing more than you've ever thought you could know when it comes to retirement planning. So why not give us a call today? It's free, no obligation. 800-947-9522. Investment advisory services offered through Kingdom Financial Group, LLC, an Arizona registered investment advisor. Fullerton Financial Planning is an independent financial services firm that helps people create retirement strategies using a variety of insurance and investment products. Investing involves risk, including the potential loss of principal. Any references to safety, security, or guaranteed lifetime income generally refer to fixed insurance products, never securities or investment products. Insurance and annuity product guarantees are backed by the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. Fullerton Financial Planning is not permitted to offer and no statement made during this show shall constitute tax or legal advice. You should talk to a qualified professional before making any decisions about your personal situation. We are not affiliated with the U.S. government or any governmental agency. This radio show is a paid placement.